Natalie. And I'm Christy. And we are the Prodigal Daughters. Happy Wednesday. It's technically Tuesday for myself and my co-host. And it's something's happening today. I'm not sure what. Apparently something big. Um, but Christy is not here to enjoy it with us. So today we will not have Christy on the podcast. Um, and stepping or filling in for her is our good friend, Matt. Welcome, Matt. Well, hey, thanks for having me in Christy's seat today. Thank you for being willing to fill the seat. Um, I know that she is really bummed that she couldn't be here, but I'm sure she's not that bummed because she's having a ton of fun in Orlando going to all the theme parks with her family. So, yeah, that sounds terrible. Like a good time. Today. <laughs> well, the weather is, it's quite amazing. I'm loving this cold front. And what I love and hate about it is it's going to go away. So we don't get to keep it. It's a it'll, tease. It'll be 80 degrees again next week. I know. That was kind of like Halloween. So the day before Halloween, it was cold there was a breeze and then halloween it was what like in the 80s yeah yeah that was gonna be a little cool but nope i looked forward to it i was so excited i mean growing up i used to have to wear a coat underneath my halloween costume so like i could never really like let you see all the glory of my halloween costume because i was like in a puffy coat underneath this costume or i could never be like a really cool looking princess because I had to cover and it had to be in a coat because it was either snowing or like really cold or raining. But no such luck not, here. Not 85 degrees. No, not like day. I'm so hot that I can't wear a full costume. It has to be like a cooler costume. I don't know. Um, well, for those of you who don't know, you've heard us talk about Matt many times. We brought him up or at least his name, but you've usually heard a name before his name. It's usually Pastor Matt. He happens to be the pastor of our church as well. Um, but I think that we've all agreed he's not just a pastor, but a friend. Would you concur? Yeah, I try to, I try to be at least. I try <laughs> to be a good friend and a good pastor, I guess. You are. I mean, I think that you can be both. You definitely have done a great job of that, especially. I know Ryan and I appreciate your friendship a ton. Um, yeah. Uh, so what did you guys do for Halloween? I don't think you guys don't trick or treat, right? No, we do. You do? Um, okay. Yeah. We had my, a few nieces or nephews with me for the last couple of days. So we took them out and they're little. Um, so we hit up a couple houses. There's no one trick or treats where I live. Out. Do you guys go to like find a neighborhood? Like yeah, we, go, we normally go to my parents' neighborhood. Okay. And hit up a couple houses there and call it a night. So this What's... this this year it was tricky because it fell on a Saturday. And I don't like to do anything after five on Saturday if I can help it because it just really throws my Sunday off. So um, but we hit up a couple houses and I took my fair share of candy that evening. Dad tax. Yep. Yeah. Dad tax. Yep. All the Reese's so, peanut butter cups are mine. Yes, that That's is the, the best candy. It is. Yeah. It. Like. Oh, did you try the white chocolate 
Reese's peanut butter. I'm not cup. a white chocolate fan, so yeah, no. I'm not either, but this one was really good. Really? I've mm-hmm. never had one before. Now, the dark chocolate, we will buy the bags of the thin dark chocolate Reese's because it feels like, oh, it's thin. It's not no. as much, and it's dark chocolate. I'm fine. I mean, you're not fine because it's still equally as unhealthy for you, but it feels well, you, better. You can't just eat one. No, you can't. You you're do probably eat like two or three, yeah, and then you're and like, I defeated the purpose of getting these yeah. thin ones, but it's dark chocolate, so I don't know. Um, yeah, we did it feel weird to you at all? Like, Did you notice that there were a lot less kids out or a lot less people's homes lit up for giving out candy? Yeah, so normally my parents' neighborhood is pretty busy, but they didn't have a lot of people stop by. We didn't see a lot of people out, and it was it was odd. I thought there would be more people, but yeah, know, it was very low key. Yeah, I'd say our neighborhood normally is a bit crazy, and there's a ton of people out and a ton of homes usually participating, and I'd say. I would cut it all in half by 50%. There were still a lot of families out, but I think that like there were more than I maybe even thought there would be. I kind of thought it was going to be a lot more sparse and there wouldn't be as many people out. Um, but really I'd say everyone kind of stuck to their own family and it was like a family would walk and another family would walk. And I don't think anyone necessarily did that on purpose, but maybe because yeah. there was just less families, it seemed, it seemed more chill, but Um, The other thing I noticed is that a lot of people, instead of like going door to door, if you wanted to hand out candy, they put tables out in front of their house and they had like either gloves on and they were handing out candy or they had like individual packaged bags for people to grab, which was interesting. Yeah. My, like my parents put out a bowl. Yeah. That's what I think a lot of people did. We saw a couple of people with tables. So like there was a barrier between them and the people grabbing candy so it was definitely a different experience yeah like it got to the point where Ezra at one point goes he goes up to his house and then there was no one out front so he was just like whatever and he was going to keep walking by and I'm like dude their lights are on and he's like what do you okay cool and I'm like did you forget how to trick-or-treat go knock on the door and he's like oh I forgot that you do that and I'm like oh my gosh this is crazy craziness um but yeah it was good we all dressed up um which is fun i noticed a lot more families doing that this year which i guess i maybe hadn't noticed in the past as many parents like dressing up with their kids um oh, interesting so, yeah so that was i did not cool. i just had a batman t-shirt on uh, well that, that's you could have been bruce wayne you could have just was, worn like could have been a fancy suit i could have been yeah know, all the kids that we had were superheroes nice so i figured i would just go as a batman fan yeah yeah ryan wore his lederhosen which got a lot of a lot of people in the neighborhood were like i love your costume and i'm like man this is like our go-to i didn't plan costume that we'll put on yeah he he was a big hit i saw the picture and he pulled it off he did it it's the beard well it's the beard he needs to trim it it's at a, it's at the too long stage. Yeah, but it's winter. It's it's starting to get winter here in Florida, so uh, sixty degrees. You need the long beard. How does Julie feel about your beard? What is her ideal length for your beard? Probably where it is right now. 
trimmed. So it looks like a little manicure. Yeah. It looks a little trimmed and yeah. Um, she probably would go a little bit more trimmed. Yeah. But if it gets too if it's too trimmed, then it I don't, I don't I don't like it. It just you don't like itchier. it. Yeah. Okay. So, and I grew it out. I was shooting for it, but mine doesn't grow well. It grows wide, not long. So well, that's when you got to learn how to trim it just the sides, right? Oh, well, that that's where my barber, he trims it. So okay. he does got to shape like, it. There's no hope. Oh, there's hope. Like, that's all right. There's hope. So, we just got to trim it right. No, I don't like Ryan's crazy man beard. Um, I like it trimmed and I like it kind of like where yours is at. It's like that nice length where it, otherwise it almost looks like an afro on your face and it makes <laughs> it's a face afro and it looks it gives you more bulk than needs to be if that makes sense yeah no i agree because if i get my beard gets to a certain point i'm like i need to trim it that way i look 10 pounds thinner. yes a thousand percent and then like get a haircut with the trim and it's yeah. it's great like i love it when ryan comes i'm at that weird barber. like i need a haircut now but i gotta my appointment's another week away, so I'm I'm in a. You're in hat face. It's a tough it's a tough spot where I'm at right now. <laughs> lots of lots of hat wearing when I can. Yeah. Thing looks. Is it hard to get into the barber right now? Because I know for a bit, like Ryan had like the hardest time trying to find time and or appointments to get in. No, I so I go to a guy that's only appointment only. Good. So I booked one right before the shutdown and then he shut it down and then he just when he picked back up my appointment was right at the beginning so i have oh, had sweet. no trouble Good. and then when i go in i just schedule it yeah get it on the calendar because that way because if i don't then i'm i'll be yeah trouble in need I'll of a haircut yeah. yeah and then they never I do as good of a job as you'll no, always be don't. like oh whatever found i guess it'll be fine i'm a weeks. good barber I can't let him go. Yeah. Well, no. and I used to be a beautician. Fun fact for those of you who, who did not know that. I don't remember if I've mentioned this before. I'm, maybe I have. In my former many years ago life, I uh, did hair. And I hated doing men's hair. Like, I hate it. Um, if nothing else, other than the fact that, like, yeah, a lot of people say it's super easy. It's not a hard thing to do. The hard thing for me is that I am kind of a perfectionist when it comes to hair. And if I see a line or a hair out of where it should be, it really bothers me. And so I'm like sitting there staring at something from like every angle possible. And if I just see like a little bit here, I'm going to keep, keep working on it. I'm sure you've had like at some point in your life, someone who's taken much longer than they should on your hair. And you're just like, oh my gosh, it's just a, it's a fade. It's not that hard. Just get it done. Yeah, I met um, the guy. It was an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I can't go to this place anymore. But no. my guy now, it's an hour to do my hair, the beard. Yeah, but that's a whole bunch of everything. So it's like, a, yeah. I, I just hated it. I would much rather color hair and do some fun long cuts or short cuts on women, uh, um, fashiony kind of stuff. But Ryan guilts me all the time where he's like why do I have to pay for haircut you cut hair just cut my hair and then I just and he I, doesn't care like he would he, he truly just, just, doesn't care I'm yeah. the one that cares I don't want to look at it because every time then if I look at it I'm like oh I see this one spot it needs 
Oh. It needs some more lovin's. And I, so he's guilted me only, I think, I'm going to say in our marriage, three times I've cut his hair. Um, and the last time I actually did a pretty decent job, but right when all this hit and he's like, Natalie, I need a haircut. You're going to have to just do it. I'm like, fine. Hey, but you, you guys survived it. We did. And he actually, it, it wasn't it a bad haircut. Stronger. I was impressed with myself, but I'm still not going to cut his hair. I'm still <laughs> like, go find somewhere else to get your haircut. Not me. Yeah. I, uh, haircuts one of those things. I, it's, it's like getting gas. It's just one of those nuisance in life that you have to do. I love that. that that's takes, how men feel about it. <laughs> I'm like, I like getting a haircut and, I, and I'll continue <sighs> getting one, but I'm like, well, it throws off my whole day. I'm like, man, this is so. Yeah, I love so getting, like, I'm getting my hair done today. I'm very excited about it because I only get my hair done once every like four, three months four months and and as far as haircuts i'll go i'll get a haircut like twice a year if that yep i, I would i don't know what that would look like if i did that you look like a hippie but no i would yeah i don't know if i've ever gone that long without it i'm just gonna ask what's the longest your hair has ever been um there was one period where i went it was a mess there's pictures i'm sure of it well, I wanted to see how long I could grow my hair. And it does the same thing as my beard does. It doesn't grow long. It grows poofy. Out. I bet I could do a good mullet if I wanted to. But you probably could because I'm sure you have really thick hair. And yep. it probably stays and in place. Does it like have a lot of – so because it grows out, it probably has a lot of volume. So you probably have like, like the swoop or sometimes, you know. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Like Ryan's yeah. hair does that where it just like it, – I'm trying to make an image of what it looks like. And it's like this swoop it just in the front. There. Yeah. yeah, and it sits there like – he could have Conan O'Brien hair if he wanted to. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan and I kind of have the same same beard color, hair color. You do. You know what always scares me is that somebody's going to come to our church for like the first time. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> let me let me rewind for a minute so that you have an idea of um, what I'm about to say, why I say it. Uh, Ryan and Matt, they could look alike from like a distance. If they were, if you were to look out or just see one of them, you might be mistaken because they both have red beards. Yeah. And you're both not super tall, not super short, kind of right in the middle. Yeah. And you're both Caucasian I, men. Yeah. So. So we got a lot of common features. We got a lot of common features. Now, here's what scares me. Um, my husband is very uh, blunt and <laughs> no filter which is an endearing quality to some. Um, but if you don't know him and you hear him talk, you may think he's being serious all the time. And you may have like a, did he just say that? Kind of a, a moment. So I'm always scared that someone's going to come to our church for like the first time um, and then come back maybe like a Sunday or two later and like go up to say hi to Ryan or like are standing near Ryan <laughs> thinking he's Matt. And they're going to hear him say something like, not crass, but like, just, you know, Ryan-y. Yeah, it's, Ryan is uniquely made by the Lord. Yes, he is. Which makes his bluntness. There was, I forget where I was with him, but we were talking to someone. He was talking to someone that he knew. That person did not know who I was. And the person let up let out a curse word 
and uh, an, a PG thirteen curse word, which isn't a big deal around. I'm, yeah. I'm around enough. I don't. I don't care. I'm not offended if someone does this. But yeah, Ryan, after this curse word was said, was like, "Hey, I want to introduce you to my pastor." Like, <laughs> wake up. And that the awkwardness of that moment. I know Ryan appreciated so much because it's like a cardinal sin to cuss in front of a pastor. Oh, I, I love that. I had a good time with it. It was. I'm well, sure he well, picked up on that laugh. right away. He's like, anything to oh, make yeah. someone feel a little awkward. Um, because <laughs> I'm like, this is just great. <laughs> and then you're like, cool, here goes oh, any great conversation we could have had. Yep. So yep. Um, yep. does that um, happen a lot? Like, do people, the minute they hear you say, say that you're a pastor, do they like, I don't know, is it almost like a, a clicking conversation? Obviously, people you don't know. Yeah, all the time. I, I try... So I try not to tell people when I meet someone that I'm a pastor because usually it just ruins the whole thing. So they feel like they have to. Yeah, because automatically they feel judged, and oh, I don't. Man. I don't live my life in that way. So no. Um, so I try to make friends with people first or build that relationship that way. When they do find out what I do for a living, they're not. Like they know you're not a judgy down. McJudgerson person yeah. that you're not like yeah. you cursed. And That's five points against you. I Right. So and a lot of times they'll they'll I mean my theory is if if I've stuck around through and obviously there's even time like I'll, some people go to church. Some people have gone to church to our church and not know that I was the pastor. I've just invited them. They just thought I was the just some guy. Yeah, just some guy inviting the church and then they show up and I'm like, well, here's here's a surprise. Um, it's me. So yeah, I try not to uh, let it out of the bag right away because it does it does push people away. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't know if it's just I'm assuming that's the Holy Spirit's conviction. I'm gonna say yeah. like, yeah, that's that nurture, right? So we've been talking a little bit about um uh, C.S. Lewis books, because I, I do enjoy reading me some C.S. Lewis. And it's that like innate, oh, and I guess we've also talked about it in reading in Romans a little bit as well when we've had our life groups yeah. that we inherently, whether or not you have a relationship with Jesus, whether you've ever heard his name before, there's still a, a natural, you know, desire uh, that you know what holiness is you know inherently it's built right. within our dna and so when you hear that maybe you know someone is a religious or a pastor or anything to do with church i think you're automatically like bringing up for some reason you feel shame which i mean that's just that's sin i mean that's just unfortunate but right and what what's unfortunate is there's this expectation that being a pastor is this is someone that's really close to God and perfect and that's not the case at all no like it, it's just it's just the way God's equipped me gifts your calling wise. yeah yeah so, yeah it's my what he's calling. called so you to do it it's I think a lot of it has to do with just maybe some um how how people grew up religious yeah. So if they grew up Catholic, they're going to think of me differently. That guilt, right? Yeah. They're going to feel Christ. like super, super guilt. I, mean, I can right. attest to that one. But yeah, I mean, I told someone, oh, it's funny at work. Like I don't, they, 
people at work generally just think, oh, you're a really nice person because I'm not going to, you know, I, I know what I can and can't say. Um, and, and, and then at some point they'll uh, ask like what I did this weekend or what, I don't know, somehow I'll get to talking about stuff or they'll add me on Facebook and then they'll be like, I didn't know you're religious. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not religious. I'm a Christian. Yeah. They'll go, they'll go, oh, I, What's I don't, the difference? I don't know the difference. And then they'll just kind of, I'll go, oh yeah, yeah, no. And then I just kind of casually talk about it. I try to, but then it seems like they get a little buff, befuffled. I don't know. I'm going to use that word. It feels right. And they kind of like fade off the conversation and <laughs> go yeah. to something else. But it's just, it's funny to me. Yeah, I think it, it's one of those, like I want people to know first and foremost that I'm interested in them and that as an individual. Yeah. I don't want that. Like I, I see everybody I have a conversation with as this is someone that I can share the gospel with. Yeah. The Holy Spirit gives me that opening, I'm taking it. And sometimes it takes building relationships with people. And mm -hmm. over time, whether it's at the ball field or in business relationships that developed locally or at the school or wherever it people listen to you about your faith in Jesus. If they know yeah. that you love them and that yeah. you care for them and that you, you're not walking away after you hear what they would deem bad stuff. So I think, I think people uh, are a lot more, I'm going to say understanding about it than I think I think we build it up in our head that they're not going to be as understanding. Like, I know for me, again, I don't see people because like even before COVID, yeah. I work from home and then I'm a taxi cab. And um, so I don't see many people in real life, but online, I always build it up in my head that maybe people are going to think I'm uh, a judgy, dumb person. I don't know. I'm using not right. great descriptive words until I just ask how I can pray for you or talk, you know, I, I mentioned something biblically and then they hit me up and it's usually via private message and they all, you know, they'll talk to me and I'm so happy and more than happy to pray for someone or um, talk to them about Jesus, share the gospel. And something that I really, it's always been something I want to do. Again, I don't see many people, but I want to start challenging myself to like ask if I can pray over people in public or in, you know, when I see them in real life, instead of just saying, oh, hey, I'll pray for you. Um, sure. I really would like to just right there, then and there, or before the conversation ends, ask if they don't mind if I pray for them, because I just know that there's so much power in prayer um, and that, you know, Jesus can move mountains, but also it holds me accountable to when I say, I'm going to pray for you, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you right now. Right. And it's especially where we live, we're not running into a whole bunch of people that are skeptical and hate Christians. Yes. Right. So most of the people have some sort of religious background. A lot of people identify as Christians, but that's a different story of working through that. And yeah. there's a space for us to lean into where we can, yeah, like asking there's something I, I try to do. Um, it's when I go out to eat and there is, I'm being served by someone and they bring the food. And normally most Christians traditionally have prayed before they eat. And my family does, uh, but thank God for the food. And we ask the individual serving us, Hey, we're about to pray for our food. 
you're going to see this, right? But in the process, how can we pray for you? And sometimes they'll mention something and then it's, I mean, a, a host of things. And then other times they're like, no, I'm good. Yeah. So let's open up conversations about all sorts of things, especially yeah. right now. Yeah. Whatever, it, it, people are hurting. And I think when we realize that there are people around us longing for hope, it makes it easier for us to speak the hope of the gospel into their life. And yeah. not to be afraid of what they will say or do. Yeah. Because no. the Bible says, don't, don't fear what man can do to you. Fear what God can do to you. And we know that through Jesus, that's been taken care of for us. So in faith and boldness, we proclaim the gospel. Yeah, I think that that goes right along with what's coming up in Romans. <laughs> yeah. um, I read ahead. And so it's I'll allow it. a little fresh on my head. Um, well, I've learned that I have to. I don't like reading small chunks of the Bible. I mean, I know like that's really good for studying purposes. And I think that it's just for me. And the way that I process information and the way that I really obtain it is I have to read the full chapter. I can read the full chapter a couple times. That's fine. Right. But I have to read it in its entirety. Um, I can't just read a little bit. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I've been reading through it a, a multiple times. But um, yeah, I think I think you're right on, on the money there. Um, but yeah, I... I was going to also ask you just to kind of uh, change topics for a moment. So you guys okay. just went on vacation. I went on vacation too. And I don't think I've talked about my vacation at all on here. So it's been like two weeks now, <laughs> but I'll, I'll discuss it now. Um, would you okay. guys go? What'd you do? Cause it was a surprise, right? For you the guys kids. always do that. You always surprise your kids with a vacation. Don't you? Yeah. Cause they'll, they, um, we've just, we just practice. It's easier just to, especially while they're young. We'll tell you the day before that way we don't hear about it for two weeks. But this one, we, um, given everything that's going on, we just um, just weren't sure. So we didn't want to tell them something and then something come up. And everything's so fluid, mm -hmm. and especially with church and everything else, that I didn't want to tell them that we were going. And especially if it's something church-related. And then I couldn't go because there were some things happening that I wasn't sure. We thought we were going to have to postpone it. Yeah. So my last thing I want to do is tell, tell my kids like, hey, we're going on a trip. But then something with church gets in the way and they grow frustrated with church. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that's important to me. Um, and we were able to end up going. But we went to uh, this place, Indian Rocks Beach. We went, we've been there before. We love the place. Everything's within walking distance. So we usually park the car and we leave it there. And where's it at? Rest. It's south of Clearwater. Okay. So Tampa E area. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa area. And okay. we can walk to the beach, walk to uh, the pool. And there's no one there usually when at the time of year that we go. So, but yeah, we went and for a whole week, had a good time. And then the second week, I took two weeks off, and the second week was a staycation of sorts. Nice. I've been behind on a lot of things, and um, I, so stay, that's, a staycation. That's been on my mind lately, is to ask Ryan if we can do a staycation 
Well, at least I know I can. He probably can't so much, but I have so much to catch up on around the house. Well, that and I'm like, I hadn't even hadn't raked last year's leaves yet. Yeah. In parts of my yard. So I had to get ready for the, the leaves that are falling now. And yeah. there's some other projects that I had started outside and, um, and then, yeah, it was good. Just restful. Yeah. Yeah. We've been spending, um, if it's not us working on the weekends, we work on the other house. And so it's like nonstop work, 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 work. And then I realize I come home and I'm like, oh my gosh, this house is disgusting. And we're going to have people here on Wednesday. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, I have to clean it. Um, and then, so then we did vacation, then we came back. So vacation was good though. Um, good. We went to Helen, Georgia, but not mm -hmm. just Helen. So you'll ask Ryan, I'm sure he's told you if you talk to him about this, he's like, I'm never letting you plan a vacation again. Um, so I knew that we were going to stay at Unicoi State Park in Helen, which um, if, if those of you who have never been to Helen, Georgia, it's this little German town and um, they do an Oktoberfest thing. And there's a ton of hiking op like opportunities. It's in the mountains, but it's not like so high up in the mountains. But um, anyway, so it's a gorgeous little place. So uh, day one, we walked around Helen, Georgia, and uh, went and you know let the kids get themselves some little souvenirs. Um, and then day two, we did a hike. Wait, no, we think about this. We got there on a Thursday, so Friday we were going to go zip lining. I paid for us to go zip lining because it was oh, Ryan's nice. birthday. And um, that's something he, every time we go there, he's like, I want to go zip lining. And the last vacation we took last year to, um, to North Carolina, we went snowboarding, but because we had Vivian, somebody had to stay with Viv. And I'm an avid snowboarder because I grew up in Washington state. I know how to snowboard. It's fun for me. And I got the kids lessons so that they could learn. So unfortunately, Ryan got stuck with Viv Duty, who just wanted to go and play in snow and slide in snow, but there wasn't that much. Um, so he didn't have fun. Um, but this time I'm like, all right, you are going ziplining, babe. So we get there. Yeah. And um, let me preface this with Ezra has always been a little scared of heights as a young <laughs> child, but we thought that maybe it had been gone. Like he didn't mention this kind of fear and was okay with with me signing him up for zip lining, we go through our safety course of what, you know, explaining why it's safe. Here's what to do. Here's what not to do. Everyone's good to go. Um, okay. So everyone let's go. There's about like 10 of us, I'd say. And so I'm like, oh, Ezra and I go in the back, you know, cause they're like, if you need to get off for any reason, you need to be in the back because other, otherwise you're everyone behind you is going to have to get off as well. So I'm like, all right, Ezra and I will go in the back and we're to go up to it. There's this windy staircase, um, a little bit rickety. Cause you know, there's not much for it to hold on to. And it's just to get you to the platform yeah. where then you can start your journey. Halfway up that windy staircase, Ezra clings to the stairs and says, Nope, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm scared. Get me down. And you're clipped in already at this point. So like, you can't just run down the stairs or you're going to make yeah. me topple down the stairs. Everyone else is up at the top. And I'm sitting here like trying my hardest to like talk him, you know, off the, be a negotiator. I'm like, Ezra, I promise they wouldn't put you on this thing. If it was like not safe, people would be suing them if they were dying on this thing. Trust yeah. me, 
like you're gonna be okay and he's uh, at this point irrational like no you don't understand I don't want to be up here screaming and I'm like dang it I really you know like selfishly I was sitting there like man but I want to go on this and I paid money too and and the the, a lady comes by who works there and she's like if you want he can just go hang out inside and I was like oh do you have an area for him to go where he's supervised she's like I mean, no, he would just be walking around the lodge. And I'm like, okay, so that's obviously not an option. So I get off of it with him and I was a little bit grumpy about it, but then um, we went on a hike. So Bella and Ryan got to go zip lining and they had the time of their life to the point where like, while Ezra and I were on our little hike while we were waiting for them, he uh, calls and he's like, yeah, we're already done, but we're going to go do the, uh, the third part. Uh, we're going to pay to do the third one that we didn't pay for because we just are having such a good time. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that you guys are enjoying yourself. Um, <laughs> That's when you just start pushing. Like, uh, you're going to you're gonna get up here and I'm push you down the zip line. I tried so hard. Like, I tried everything I could think of to negotiate with him. And he was just like, no, like screaming. And Man. like, yeah, That's he's surprising. really scared of heights. Um, so that didn't happen but then the next day i had planned for us to go horseback riding which i didn't realize was like an hour away from where we were staying so we drove way up the mountain on these windy mountain roads although it was gorgeous really pretty and then we got to go horseback riding which everyone actually enjoyed it was a lot of fun very peaceful and it just made me sit there like i love when i can go somewhere and my mind goes to just creation and how beautiful God's creation is and these animals, like just looking at them and thinking like how wonderfully made they are, how perfectly wonderfully made they are. And just, yeah. I don't know. I love that. Um, the last time I did that was when I was on a cruise and I was just looking out at the ocean and I was like, man, God is good. Um, and it's the perfect time of the year to go up there because of the, yes. the changes of the season that we don't get to experience down here. So yes. A little bit cooler temperatures and oh yeah 40s it was like in the 40s the whole time oh, 40s great. and 50s it was so nice on our way like and what i love about it is i'm not a planner i'm not like a we have to do this on this day this at this time then at this time we can do this like there's no itinerary it's a very loose itinerary with me and so on our way back we were like hey look there's an apple orchard should we stop sure stop in the apple orchard they have like everything you can imagine made out of apples apple pie apple cider apple scones baked apple or uh, fried apple pies apple bread like all was of it. it was it mercer's orchard yes yeah they're great yes it's really good yeah so we got a ton of stuff oh yeah and um and then after that we i don't remember what we oh we went and did mini golf um this really cool pirates mini golf in helen like so we made it very like we did stuff all throughout the trip um and it was a lot of fun it was a good vacation it was good to get away and we didn't have vivian with us so it was a little more stress-free you could do some things with the older kids yes yes that's Not exactly the way we wanted it slow, slow down yeah a bit. yeah that's but good. a staycation good. staycation sounds nice yeah that that week yeah we you know we took it easy did some things around the house went and did did some things and got caught up on some projects and tried to end the year well 
Yeah. Soon I got to get my Christmas lights out. So I had to, oh, to get things in order. Here's know? the question. And I feel like, I feel like I might know the answer. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. When do you decorate? Uh, normally after Thanksgiving. How far after Thanksgiving? Like the day after or? Like the weekend after. Okay. Okay. But That's a good time. Different. I'm getting everything down this weekend. Oh, okay. Early. Yeah. Is it just because 2020 or because? I yeah, that's probably more of it. Um, okay. Yeah, and yeah, we were talking about the other day. I'm like, you know, what? I think we're gonna put it out early. Maybe not all the lights, but get at least get the process going. That way, we're ready to go. Yeah, every day after Thanksgiving, process. and you're like plugging it in. Yeah. I might just skip Thanksgiving this year. Just oh, you know what? No. We're counting down to Christmas now. So. <laughs> well, my brother Mike and his family will be here for Christmas or for Thanksgiving. Oh, so we're going to do that. But um, every year, Ryan says no to lights. And I'm going to try so hard to get him to say yes to lights this year. I'll even hire yeah, someone. He says it's his back. I'm like, you literally are hanging things daily for work. What's a light or two or three? Yeah, it does, yeah. But I also don't have, mine's easy to get to. Mine's easy to hang up. So I, and I have a system already in place. And yeah. I make it my goal every year to see if I can beat my neighbors in leaving up my lights the longest. Oh, when and do you take them down? I think like two years ago, it was like the end of January. Like it was, but me and another neighbor, I outlasted them. So oh, no. I don't, it's a secret competition. So, um, it's a secret. is that like the lawn competition? Like that's well, the dad thing. Yeah, kind of. I, I don't, I don't like, we've never talked about it, but like you drive by my house. In the middle of January, there's gonna be lights. Are still out. Last year it was I gotta get these things down because I knew my schedule. Or this this year, if I didn't take them down when I did this year, they may still be up. Given how the year went, it may have just. So in Washington, to, that's what they do. Close to putting them up, like leaving them, putting them up in like April. Yeah. Mike here, this is for my neighborhood. You guys need the lights. <laughs> I mean, it might have brought some joy to might someone. Have might have. Because yeah. I guess, you know, that happens. No, in Washington, my parents never took their lights down. They would just not put them on and then put them on during the season. They left them up all the time. I mean, I get it. It's a lot of work. It is. I know. It takes, it takes me like a half a day to get it. And then, like, taking them down, I feel like, is almost worse because you're like, I feel like Ryan gets to a point where he's like, I don't care if it breaks them, just get them down. Like, I'll even yank them. I don't even care. And I'm the one that's sitting there like, no, we don't want them to be broken for next year. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah. No, take them down easy. Mm. That's no I know I could do it in an hour. Yeah. I don't know. And our house that. is weird. Our house is a weird shape for lights, too, just because it's a two-story, and then, like, the pitches just don't flow yeah. well for lights. So Just don't do those lights that you put in the ground in it. No, that's cheap. The pretend lights, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. 
Uh, they're acceptable for Halloween, I think, because you can have some spooky things floating on your house. Or trees. What Not you- on your house. Like, yeah. I have a big tree that is in the corner of my property, and then it gets left out of all the decorations. So I have one of those lights that shine into the oh, tree. tree. That's fine. Yeah. That's acceptable. But, but a house. house, because how annoying would that be too? Thinking like some people put it out all night and I don't know about you guys. Like we can't have any light pouring into our room when we sleep. Like it has to be dark. And if I just saw like a light constantly doing like one of those kind of things, like where it's floating around yeah. all the time, that would drive me insane. Yeah. Or I think the police are outside all the time. Yeah. I don't know. And then after a while, you just forget it's there. Yeah. I don't know. Soon. Very soon. It is coming up. It is coming up. Well, um, let me, let us end with this. Um, You are an avid reader, both audible and normal and an avid podcast listener. I think if you have time. Uh, what are you currently reading that you would like to suggest or what are you currently listening to that you would like to suggest for folks? um, Well, I'm in a weird, I'm in a weird reading season for um, in what I'm reading. So what I'm reading right now is more uh, for pastors like it's it's gear it's written for pastors so um so my the books that i'm reading are like one is brothers we are not professionals by john piper i'm rereading that the 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 year has been taxing Mm -hmm. to say the least so when i went on vacation i started it it was made a decision i'm just kind of refresh my soul so a lot of my decisions you know you have to make you get sidetracked of what God's called you to do so I picked some books that were geared for pastors to read through mm-hmm. um, written for pastors so I'm reading brothers we are not profa- professionals and then I got another another one called um, Spurgeon's sorrows so Charles Spurgeon old long dead pastor from London um, dealt with a lot of depression. So I'm reading a book on his depression um, as a pastor and then another one's emotionally healthy leader. So the emotionally healthy leader is a great one. I've read it before. So it, it's, if you lead in any capacity, it would be a good one to check out. And then I'm listening. I'm about to wrap up book seven of Harry Potter. Yes. So I'm on, I'm about, to, I'm about halfway through. Um, How do you feel? Are you liking them? They're getting darker, right? Yeah. So was the end of six. Am I allowed to spoil this? It's been enough like, time. Been I think like, there's like, years. yeah, there's been enough time. I think that you can spoil it. So I'll give everyone a huge disclaimer. If you've not read Harry Potter and you plan on reading it, stop listening to this now. Yeah. Right if now. you keep listening, that's on you. So I started reading the series at the beginning of the year um, as part of my reading list. And about the third, whichever one makes the jump to like their decent size to this is, this thing is like a thousand pages. I think Deathly it's Hollows. No, not Deathly Hollows. No. Um, 
the goblet, the fire? Yeah, one of them. Or the Order of the Phoenix. Oh, I don't know. Continue. um, So I decided to listen to them instead of read through them. So I started listening to them, and I got um, all the way up to six. So when I got to... um, what is the sixth one? I just finished it. I had a long trip that I had to go on and for a funeral. And I got that one. But then it was so good that I ended up getting the book too. So I was reading the book and listening to it when I can, which I'm doing for number seven. So um, so good. It is good. I, six ended. I didn't expect for... Um, you can spoil it. Yeah. I uh, forget his name. Serious? Dumbledore to oh, Dumbledore's dead. Did not expect that. Okay. Yes. That, that threw me. So now I'm curious to see how it plays out. But oh. I will say I've enjoyed the series. But I don't know if I would read them again. Okay. That's fair. Some people are I'm actually I got this lined up on my podcast here in a couple of weeks once I finish number seven to talk to um, to talk about the whole series. So. Um, who are you inviting? Because um, just so you know, there is two people in this household who have great opinions on this. Yeah, so I I have, well, I don't know who it's going to be yet, but I might I might have you guys on. Just saying. It so it's It's been a big one. Uh, no. can't do it. Yeah, so. we, we uh, I would say it depends on when in your life you read them as to if you can read them again. Um, if it were like they were just coming out and the next book is going to be released in a year, then you want to reacquaint yourself with everything so you yeah. can read it again. And that's you what can. I did a lot of because they were coming out at midnight, you know, midnight release a year later or two years later or whatever. And you're just waiting and you're like, I need to remember everything that happened. And I don't want to go, you know, based, I guess the movies really didn't exist at that point for that yeah. book. So, so yeah, I, it's not my genre. It's like, yeah. it's never been my genre. So they're, they're fun books. I've enjoyed them. Um, I'm curious to see how it ends. So I'm halfway through Deathly Hollows right now. And has Harry annoyed you? No. Oh, so Hermione towards the end of the me. books, towards the end of the books, I was like, shut up, Harry, you're whining. No, Harry like his doesn't... inner monologue of like being annoyed and, and moody, like his, his, moodiness just bugged me i mean i understand no, why but it bugged I will, me I will, hermione annoys me but i think that's mainly due to the narrator of the book oh who's reading that who's the narrator for Ottawa? Uh, um i don't know i can He's look it up all of them he does a great job but and, and it also could be i'm listening on it twice the speed too so oh maybe it's it just sound because i don't yeah but so far my least favorite character is dumbledore yeah no like, so i've i grew to a terrible dis- leader Can i grew just- to truly dislike him so much where he's basically like it's a means to an end it's a means to an end yeah i for one okay i i, I could get we could spend another hour and a half talking about this but there's some things like what makes him and i'm only halfway through the seven so harry's wrestling with his with this too like he's frustrated Dumbledore didn't tell him stuff I'm like yeah because Dumbledore's a know-it-all and thinks his way is the right way but maybe my opinion changes 
but uh, it'll change a little. See. But I think the underlying tone will still be Dumbledore was not like if you were to put him on one of those like uh, I, I never remember what that's called. The scale is called where you have like the the chaotic good, uh, oh, you know, yeah. whatever. If you put him on one of those scales, I think that he's just like. I don't know, neutral, neutral yeah. good. Like he just, it's whatever is the best thing for the situation. He doesn't care who gets hurt in the process or what person he uses or loses, but he'll, he'll do it for the, for the cause yeah. kind of thing, which just isn't. Yeah. Yeah. The best. I, so that's my, so that's my fiction book that I'm, I'm working through. So I normally do a, I have a system where I've got, uh, a book I can read while I'm watching TV uh, or watching sports, um, a book that I read in the mornings, my fiction book. And they're all kind of the, I'm not reading any biographies right now. Um, but, and then a podcast. So podcast wise, I'm not listening to any of my traditional podcasts because it, it, I don't find them helpful right now. So I've been listening to a lot of sermons just yeah. some some old sermons, some of my favorite pastors and leaders. So yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat. So, lots of sermons. I've listened to a lot of sermons, and then like throwing in other Christian podcasts, and then a couple fun ones to just lighten the mood a bit and yeah. get a laugh. Like Bella listens to them with me, so it's kind of nice. In fact, it's to the point now where I've gotten her out of the habit of trying to steal my phone and ch and pick the music that we listen to in the car, which is so annoying um, oh. to where now she's like, do we have any podcasts to listen to? And I'm like, yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. Let's listen to well, these. See, like, I, it depends because I listen to audiobooks. I don't listen to many podcasts. And yes. I can't listen to something and work at the same time. Um, so I have to like, uh, it has to be a mindless task yeah, for me. But even with the podcast, I want to, like, for the book, I can do, like, I'll be mowing the grass and I can listen to the book. But for a podcast, I can't. I find a podcast more educational, unless it's a sermon, then I think, yeah, I, I try not to, I don't See. know, I used to listen to podcasts all the time, and then I started listening to books. I can do the books if I'm doing nothing. But even like washing dishes and listening to a book, I sometimes have to like go, wait, what did I just hear? And I have to like rewind it a little. And that might also be because my kids are around. But like driving, I can do either. Driving is like yeah. the perfect time for me to do that, to listen to something and I'll retain everything I listen to. Or running. When I run, I can do either. Yeah, so. so when I'm driving, um, it's usually a book. Depending on the day, it's a book. Um, if it's towards the end of the week, I don't listen to anything. So I usually, I'll preach my sermons in the car nice. beginning Friday. That's yeah, good. So it's a weird little routine I have. But podcasts, I can't, I can't, some people listen to them throughout the day. I can't do that. Um, yeah. I don't have enough capacity in my brain right now to do that. So. Yeah. That's what I've just been doing, but I've been replacing it TV with that. Like I don't watch any TV now. Which is nice. Um, I've like, watched more. I've watched more TV this year. Well, 
I say that, but I haven't, it's not a lot of TV, like documentaries and stuff this year, because I, by the end of the day, when I normally would read, I, I just, I don't have the mental capacity. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, I mean, I just, I don't have, I used to watch a lot of shows after work with Ryan. That was our thing. Right. And now I'm just like, I don't have anything I want to watch. There's nothing I really want to watch. And Ryan has stuff he wants to watch. So I just let him do his thing. And I will have you to listen to a podcast or I can't read a book uh, because like you, I'm mentally done. I'm just kind of like, I need something yeah. easy to go into my brain and out. Um, and so. I've just now been able to get back into reading a book while I watch a show. So it depends on what I'm watching. If it's a, yeah. like, if it's a football game or a baseball game or, or sports. And there's not a lot of like if it's base playoff baseball, then I'm I'm focused, attentive on to the, the, game. the game. But yeah, if it's just a regular sporting event, then I'll read a book that like I, I've been reading my um, the Spurgeon Sorrows, um, because it's 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 a heavy book that I can focus on while also shifting my attention to something that's. Not really not, not so heavy. And I don't yeah, have to yeah, pay attention yeah. to. I get that. Yeah. So big fan of reading. I think everybody should be doing it more. Agreed. Agreed completely. And we'll put links to some of the things that we discussed in the in the notes. Um, but thank you so much, Matt, for yeah. joining me and for being Christy for the day. Um, Christy will be back next week. We tried really hard to make it happen to where she had a break in her little vacation to be on here. And I, to be honest, ruined. We normally are like one episode ahead before, so it doesn't matter for us if we delay something. But last week, like I said, my house just needed some TLC. So I I just kind of spent an entire day doing it um, yeah. without distraction. I think Christy's okay with uh, being being on being gone. She's at Hollywood Studios yeah. today, so I think yeah. she's fine. She's good. Yeah. But we'll be, we'll have our beloved Christy back next week, and I am not sure who our guest will be. But um, yeah, Matt, I do appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you absolutely. so much, and Anytime. I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your week. God bless. Bye.